It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, click on the link in this episode's description. Today, Russia's war in Ukraine isn't going to plan, leaving Vladimir Putin cornered both at home and internationally. I think it is necessary to support the proposal of the Ministry of Defence and the General Staff to conduct a partial military mobilisation in Russia. I repeat, we are only talking about a partial mobilisation. That was Vladimir Putin last Wednesday, warming up the Russian people for something he hoped he'd never have to do. Mobilise army reservists for the war in Ukraine. 300,000 of them at least, some say more than a million. In the same speech, he boasted about Russia's nuclear arsenal and said he was quite willing to use it. Now, here he is again, being interviewed six months ago. In that interview, he tells a story about chasing a rat into the corner of a stairwell in Leningrad, the stairwell in the building where he lived. Instead of running, the rat came after him. It jumped from banister to banister, aiming for his head. And that, Vladimir Putin says, is why it's better not to corner someone. So which is he? Lord of all he surveys, with his finger on the nuclear button? Or a cornered rat? When Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine in February, his approval ratings went up to about 80%. It didn't matter that he said he wouldn't invade. It didn't matter that he had no reason to invade. It didn't matter that the 150,000 troops he'd assembled on the border didn't know they were going to invade. And it didn't matter that the rest of the world was begging him not to invade. He had the Russian people on his side because he had a slick propaganda machine. Very slick. That's Vladimir Solovyov calling Ukrainian refugees Hitler-saluting Nazis. He is on the biggest state-run TV channel, two hours a night, six days a week, spouting alternative facts on NATO, Nazis and nuclear weapons. His parallel universe is Vladimir Putin's parallel universe. It seems ludicrous to many Westerners, but only because they haven't been paying attention. Rewind to Munich, 2007. In a speech there, Putin rejects everything about the post-Cold War international security system. The way America dominates it is, he says, pernicious. He complains about double standards. 
he asks how the US president at the time, George W. Bush, can invade Iraq, leave it a smoking ruin, and get re-elected. World leaders are stunned, briefly, but they move on. They've got business to do with Vladimir Putin, so it's best to tune out the negativity. But the next year, he invades Georgia. In 2014, it's Crimea. And in 2015, he sends an army to Syria. And now he's invading Ukraine. That's the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv under Russian bombardment, watched by a mother and daughter from their balcony, wondering if they're next. A month ago, it looked like Vladimir Putin, despite setbacks and low morale, could be winning his latest war. His artillery was relentless. Casualty rates in some of Ukraine's elite fighting units were over 80%. But Ukraine's counteroffensive has changed everything. In one week, its forces retook territory in the eastern Donbass region that Russia had taken five months to occupy. Russian forces simply turned and fled. This was the army Vladimir Putin spent 10 years and trillions of rubles modernizing. If Ukraine can counterattack in the Donbass, surely it can counterattack anywhere, and victory is only a matter of time. Vladimir Putin's allies certainly want him to stop. Our top story tonight. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has told the Russian President Vladimir Putin now is not the time for war. India's Narendra Modi delivered that rebuke to Vladimir Putin's face. China said more or less the same thing the day before, albeit in private. And the stands in Central Asia, with the exception of Tajikistan, which used to do as they were told by Moscow, are lining up with China on this. Their tone, quiet disapproval. They don't want to be associated with humiliating failure. US President Joe Biden's disapproval wasn't so quiet. Here he is at the UN, hours after Vladimir Putin's mobilization speech. This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state, plain and simple. And what about Russia itself? Most Russians haven't kicked up a fuss about the war. But most Russians don't want to fight either. So there have been protests, about 2,000 arrests, queues to get out of the country at checkpoints from Lithuania to Siberia, skyrocketing ticket prices for one-way flights to Turkey. But the mobilisation is happening anyway, whether Russia's young men like it or not. Police fired shots in the air at a protest in Dagestan. In Ukraine, the soldiers waiting say, let them come, we'll kill them all. And at this rate, a new bloodbath seems inevitable. One thing no one expects is for Vladimir Putin to see the light and quit. So yes, he's a cornered rat, with his finger on the button. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Giles Wittell and mixed by Patricia Clark. To get the first three episodes of Hoaxed, a new series from the team behind Sweet Bobby, you can join Tortoise Plus on Apple Podcasts. You get your first three days free, and then it's $4.99 each month after that. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.